Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. I'm so glad you're here. I have a special treat for you today. I got to sit down with Christina Jolly, a life transformation strategist. I just love that title. Christina is a life coach. She's the host of the Believe for Bigger podcast, and she's helping women who struggle with identity, with lack of confidence, and embracing their worth. For women to step into their boldness and operate in their gifts with confidence. I just love her message. I loved our conversation. And what we talked about was how to help you deal with the holidays if the holidays are not exactly a time of joy for you. You know, for a lot of us, it's really great on one hand, but at the same time, we're dealing with some sadness, some grief, some loss, some very difficult emotions like overwhelm and stress for a myriad of different reasons. So we had a really good conversation about helping you navigate the not-so-happy parts of the holidays that you might be experiencing. I think you're really going to like this conversation. If you want more from Christina, check out her website, christinajolly.com, and everywhere you listen to podcasts, find the Believe for Bigger podcast. Let's go. Welcome back to the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, the place for women who are trying to do all the things and stay healthy, sane, and actually enjoy life in the process. Hey, I'm Tara, a trained therapist, a life coach, a nutrition coach, and a fitness instructor, and I'm on a mission to help you take back control of your mind, health, and life. Each week, I'll be cutting through the nonsense and getting real with you. I'll bring you the insight and information you need to take control of your weight and health, find food freedom, and finally break free from the thoughts that are sabotaging you and holding you back. You, my friend, are powerful, and the world needs you to start showing up in a bigger way. It's time to get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's pop in those earbuds, tie up those shoes, let's walk and talk. Before we get started, friends, I just want to remind you that the very best way you can bless any podcaster is by subscribing and leaving a written review for their show on iTunes. So pop over to iTunes as soon as you can. It'll take you just a minute or two. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss any episodes and give the show a written review. That helps other people find the show. So if you think the message in the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast or in Christina's podcast is valuable and useful to you, please head over to iTunes and subscribe and review. That helps us out a ton. All right, now to the interview. I'm super excited to have you here, Christina. I feel like this is such a timely topic for this season and just not enough people are talking about what if the holidays are not great for you? What if this is a really hard time? So I'm really happy that you're here to talk about that. Yeah, it's a great topic because I think a lot of people can really and truly relate to this. Yeah, for sure. Um, why don't we start by, let's get to know you a little bit. What is your business called? So I am a life transformation strategist. I'm a life coach. I love that I, label, uh, by the way, a life transformation strategist. Do we not all need a life transformation <laughs> strategist in our life? Yes, we do. Because I um, talk a lot about mindset. And I truly believe that elevation starts in your mind. 
And once you get um, elevated in your mind, then you can see the shift going on in your life. Mm -hmm. I love that. Elevate is a word that I feel like I use a lot. I love that you're a life coach. I love that you're on here talking with us. How did you get into this? How, where did this come from? Well, uh, it has just been a, um, definitely a process. And I think I've shared with you previously that I was in a job that, um, I was not fulfilled. It truly wasn't in my gifting. Um, I just kind of knew I was there to kind of pass in time. And, um, I really just took a step of faith. <laughs> I was in a mentorship group and we, I kept hearing like, it's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to do something. And that's actually where I birthed my uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. But then um, shortly after that, um, I just felt the nudge. And again, it was just something within me that just said, okay, it's, it's really your time. Like it's time to go. And um, so I decided to quit my job that I was working outside my home. And I went to my husband and basically just told him like, I really can't explain this, but I feel like I just need to move and do something. Mm -hmm. And um, very what does that um, feel like, like, I feel like there might be women wondering like, okay, am I, is that a real nudge that I'm getting? Or is this <laughs> like, am I making it up? Like what, what did it actually feel like for you? I think when God wants to shift you, I think you feel a lot of being uncomfortable. You start getting frustrated. Um, things that didn't bother you before, it's like it really starts to bother you. Mm -hmm. And again, I just really felt like I really truly wasn't making a difference in the job that I had. Mm -hmm. um, I know that I was and I did make a difference the year and a half that I was there, but it wasn't fulfilling enough for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just felt like, okay, I don't know what this is, but I truly got curious and I just leaned into God and his, um, direction of where I needed to go next. Mm -hmm. Now, did I truly know what that was going to be like? No, I didn't. No. That's so scary. You have to have that. Just yeah. Like, I don't know, but it's not this. Yeah. And what is even more scary or just really interesting is that not only couldn't I explain it for myself, but obviously I couldn't explain it to my husband. Like yeah. I just knew and he just kind of looked at me. He was like, okay, okay so what do you want to do? Yeah. They always want to like, know the plan, right? <laughs> right? I'm like, I don't know. It's just not what I'm doing. And they're like, but what is it? What are you going to do? Right. And I think that's what really started on a really just a self journey, a self discovery of, okay, Christina, get back to the core of what really lights you up. What are you passionate about? You know, what are your gifts? Mm -hmm. What are those things that you can do that nobody else can do? Mm -hmm. I think on this podcast, we talk a lot about being stuck. And I think so many of us get stuck in large part because we know we aren't in the right spot, but we don't know what the right spot is. And it feels more overwhelming and scary to leave what I at least know, even if I don't like it, to go to something that I don't know, even if I might like it better. That's a that's a terrifying leap for most of us, probably all of us. How yeah. did you kind of bridge that gap? I think what I did was I just really um, decided to lean into being uh, curious and not knowing exactly where I was going to be going, but knowing that even if I did take the wrong turn or made a wrong decision or a wrong step, 
that I was going to get back on the right track. And I think as women, especially, we are waiting on permission from others. Mm, We are waiting for clarity. God doesn't promise us clarity. Mm. Um, And we are also waiting for like a clear, like a direction, a Uh a blueprint. Like an A, B, C, D. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. (laughs) I tell you that you got to have faith. Like, you hear it all the time, but it's really true. Like you have to step out in faith. That is the only way to move forward. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. try the thing. <laughs> you have to try it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even if you do try it and let's just say that it doesn't work out like the way that you wanted it to work out, you tried it. Like you had the courage and the boldness to actually try it. Mm-hmm. And um, I-, I think that that is really important for women just to gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I agree. And trying usually begets more trying, right? Even if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. that bravery that you grew from tr- the trying, you'll probably try again at something else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's just that first step. You got to take the first step, however scary that is. Yeah. And that first step sometimes too is hiring a coach, right? Like sometimes you need to hire a life coach. That's your first step so that you get mm-hmm. some help to figure out what the next steps are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I am, you know, I come from the therapy world. So my, I am very passionate that like everyone needs a person. Everyone needs a mentor, a therapist, a coach, whatever it is. We all need that. We all mm-hmm. need someone who can see us from the outside because it's hard for us to get that perspective. Your husband probably could look at you and be like, oh, well, these are the amazing things that I think you'd be great at. And you'd think, oh, I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. He's been calling things out in me way before that I even saw in myself. Mm -hmm. And I think when you talked about starting with a life coach, you know, starting with somebody, again, who can see you in a different light. Um, can really just point out some of the blind spots because we all have them. Yeah. Um, and so that I also started there as well. Like I hi- hired a, a life coach that could really just help me with some of the um, the blockers that I had in my mindset and, uh, and really just point that out and really help me to really address them. Cause we, yeah, we build up these, all these walls about what we think we can and can't do and who we are and are not. And most of them are not true. I would venture to say none of them are true, (laughs) Uh, but we don't, we can't see past it. You definitely, you need someone to help you see around that wall. Absolutely. agree. It's a great thing that you're doing. I guess we're both doing, we're both coaching in different ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have to take that responsibility back. Our own happiness. We are responsible for our own happiness, not our children, not our spouse, not anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. We have to take responsibility. That's hard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's hard. It's a daily, and, it's a daily thing that you yeah. do. And I think we, as women too, we set the tone in our homes mm-hmm. and we don't even really realize it. And I'm not going to say every day you wake up and you're just like, you know, so full of joy. And, uh, you know, there's some down days There's some days you're not feeling your best, but it's a choice every single day. So speaking of choice every single day, let's talk about the holidays then, because this is when sometimes those making those choices gets tougher for a lot of us. And like we said before, the holidays, right, is supposed to be so like joyous and wonderful and everyone has a great time and we sing Christmas carols and, you know, oh, la, everything's great. And for a lot of people, it is not that. Um, what do you see the most in terms of people just struggling at this time of year? 
What I see the most is um, really just not being thankful and grateful for what you Mm. do have. Mm -hmm. And I think if we were to do that shift in our mind of what we are thankful and grateful for the things that we have, we have a lot of things that we just stop and think about how our health is healthy. You know, we have people around us that love us. You know, we live in a nice place, you know, all of those things. But I think a lot of times we we always want to revert back. Well, I don't have this or I don't have this. Or yeah. This isn't going right. So if we shift to being more thankful and grateful. I think your joy truly increases. Do you think it has to do with expectations? Like we put a lot of expectations, I think, on ourselves, on how everything's supposed to go, right? Every event is supposed to go this way. My house is supposed to look this way. My food was supposed to taste this way. I'm supposed to be this way. Like, I don't know. What do you think about expectations at this time? I think that that is, it's something that a lot of women put a lot of pressure on. So I'll, I'll give you this. I think it's been the last two years. Um, I've, been hosting Thanksgiving in my home. All, all my kids are adult kids. And I want to say it was like two years ago. I told my husband, what do you think about me actually like buying our turkey? He looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and he was like, what? What do you mean buy the turkey? And I said, like already buy it pre-cooked and I can just heat it up. I'll make everything else. And he was like, okay, well, I mean, if you think so, like, is it going to taste good? And I'm like, I don't know, let's just try it. And so that was actually the best decision because to me, making a turkey was a little overwhelming. And I Mm -hmm. felt like my anxiety was like starting to like, you know, like I had to make it look uh, perfect. What do I stuff it with? You know, all of those things. And I just, happened to see that you could buy it already, you know, done, carved, everything. And I told my husband, let's just try it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. My kids loved it. My husband loved it. And we just ordered our turkey for this year. I love it. Um already. take it off your plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't even it wasn't even totally just your expectation of yourself. It was other people's expectations of your performance on Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. And so if you can find a way to eliminate that to make it a little bit easier. I'm not saying that I didn't do any other um, side dishes or anything like that, because I, I make like a homemade apple pie and all of those things. But is there something that you could really truly take off your plate just to make it a little bit easier? Right. Mm -hmm. And if your attitude is, is good towards whatever you're suggesting, you influence the other people around Mm. you. So I just told my husband, let's just try it. Yeah. All in the presentation, right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh Yeah. Yeah. It's funny too. Like I know, even especially adult children, I would say they have a lot of expectations, right? They come in and they expect their favorite dish and they expect their favorite decoration to be out and they expect, and they expect, and they expect I'm an adult child. right? (laughs) And (laughs) And everyone comes in with their own expectations of what that holiday looks like. And you have to magically perform. Um, And that's not fair. Based on your experience, how would you approach the family? I know you said kind of the way you sell it is important. How do you do that? How do you tell them like, sorry, I'm not making green bean casserole. If you want it, you can bring it yourself. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think it... Um, if you happen to have like me, I have adult kids. And so one of my son's, uh, girlfriends 
is actually offered to bring a dish. And instead of me thinking, oh, I have to do it and not be open to somebody else bringing something to our, you know, Thanksgiving meal, Mm -hmm. be open to it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And she's, I think it's like mac and cheese, but it has some kind of a twist to it. So it's like like a little spicy. I'm like, let's just try it. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so being open to the You've said that multiple times. Let's just try it. I really like that. We should just (laughs) write that on our hands so we can just say it over and over again. Let's just try it. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other day she happened to tell me, is it okay if I bring that? And I was like, absolutely. It's like one less thing that I have to prepare, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, really just being open to not the traditional way that you always do things. You know what I mean? Um, I I think that that's really like the key. Yeah. And just, I agree. You know, just, yeah. Yeah. Being able to let some stuff go. Mm-hmm. Let some expectations go. Let some traditions go if you have to. Um, I had a friend last year and they were very disappointed because things were not working out. Like we always meet our in-laws on this day and we always meet my parents on this day. And this is what we do every time. And everything was getting upended and the whole family was freaking out and everyone was mad about it. And her attitude was, we're just trying something new this year. We're just trying something new. And you know what? It went totally fine because she had a good attitude, which meant her kids had a good attitude, which meant her husband had a good attitude and it was different and it was fine. Yeah. So just kind of being open to different, new, a change. um, I I just feel like we could really just start there. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great place to start. A lot of times uh, at this time, we're dealing with kind of extra stress, extra overwhelm, but also extra grief sadness, loss, isolation, a lot of feelings come up at this time of year. What, what do you talk to women usually about that? So I think it's really important, not only throughout the year, but I think during this time, because you're right, it brings up a lot of memories, especially in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of people who have lost loved ones. They're no longer at the dinner table with you. Um, It's just different. It looks different Mm -hmm. and you've had to adjust, right? And so being mindful of what you're listening to on a daily basis Mm. is really key. Um, So how are you starting your day? What is the very first thing that you're doing? You know, I've actually started to do this is even before my feet hit the ground, I'm like, thank you, God, for another day. You know what I mean? Just thankful and grateful going back to Mm -hmm. that. And really, are you turning on the TV? Are you? turning on your phone? What are you filling your brain with? Yeah. What are you filling your brain with first thing in the morning? Because it really, it sets the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. So fill yourself with faith building things that really can build up your faith. You know, that gratitude practice. Right. Exactly. And so that way you can kind of get your, your mindset in going in the right direction for the day. Mm -hmm. Not that things are not going to come up during the day. Absolutely. They will, but you know, you've already kind of built the foundation from the very beginning of the day. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we go towards the news and all of those things. And um, a lot of times it's pretty negative, you know, mm-hmm. so just being mindful of what is the very first thing and how are you starting your day? Yeah, I totally agree. Again, it's your thoughts because we're thinking about that spot empty at the dinner table or, you know, so-and-so is not here anymore or what whatever the case is that we're sort of upset about. I think we get really stuck there sometimes. Like it's not the same. It'll never be the same again. 
how, what would you say to kind of help women, like just get past that or, or just, uh, process that a little bit better? Yeah. I think that the key is, um, just embracing change. And I know that that can be somewhat easier said than done, right? (laughs) Easier said than done. I was going to say that, but you know, I, um, we lost somebody in my family, very near and dear. I had a brother-in-law who was uh, married to my sister, probably over 20 years. And he suddenly passed away. Um, it's been about 10 years, but there are still some family members who are just like you said, they get stuck. It's mm-hmm. not the same. He's not here. What I choose to do is a shift that mindset to, man, I'm just grateful for the times that I did get to spend with him. Mm-hmm. Like he had a huge impact, not only on my daughter, but my nephews, um, my parents, you know? And so I'm just thankful. And I remember the memories of when mm-hmm. he would randomly call me and just, Hey, how are you doing? How are, you know, how are things at the house? You know, that thing, those mm-hmm. kinds of things when I was, a, I was a single parent. And so I remember those things, you know, him dressing up for Halloween with, you know, our kids when they were young and just filling your heart and your mind with the good times that you did have with that person. Mm -hmm. The gratitude for the time you had. Mm -hmm. There it is again, right? (laughs) Uh Yes. I love that. It really is. I love that because yeah, it really, it matters what you focus on. If you focus on the loss and it's not the same and you know, every year from now on, they won't, right. You could really go down that hole or you could not, you could choose to not to, it it really is a choice. We talk a lot here about like feeling your feelings and then releasing your feelings. Right. And, and you do have to sit with that stuff. Sometimes you have to sit Mm -hmm. with the loss and the grief, but you don't have to stay there. Mm -hmm. And holidays are a time. I feel like we stay there. We just get Mm -hmm. really stuck there. What about the idea of the shoulds, right? We talk about expectations, but I think there's a lot of guilt sometimes that happens, right? Guilt because I can't provide the presents that my kids want, or I can't do this or, you know, whatever it is, the guilt that I'm not showing up in some way that I think that I should be. How do you help? uh, How do you talk about getting past that guilt? I think a lot of times we put a lot, especially in Christmas time. And I know for my family, and I didn't really realize this until I married my husband a couple of years ago. But um, when we had our first Christmas together, my family would put a lot of emphasis on gifts. And um, it wasn't mm-hmm. until after we had come home, like everybody gets a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not, not dry names. Like every person gets a gift. That used to be my family. <laughs> and my husband, when we got home, we were reflecting back on the day. He said, you know, if I had to make a suggestion, he says, I really don't think that the gifts need to be about the adults. I really think the gifts should be about the kids. Mm-hmm. He goes, I don't understand why you guys are exchanging gifts. Like you're adults already. Uh-huh. And he, he was just so matter of fact about it. And I was like, you know, I was like, that's a really, he's like, you put too much pressure on that. And, yeah. um, and then financial like, pressure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then he's like, and then I get stuff that I don't really care to get <laughs> to mm-hmm. be completely the, all the money honest. You could have spent, that you spent on the adult gifts. You just got the thing that you wanted for yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I think we put a lot of pressure on even getting the right gift. You know what I mean? Is it something meaningful? And, you know, are they going to react a certain way whenever mm-hmm. they open the gift? Because you've spent a lot of time and energy to really try to find the perfect gift when really the presence of people 
just mm-hmm. being in their presence, the joy, the laughter, the memories that you're creating, that's so much more important. Yep. I totally agree. And and again, I think that's something that you have to cultivate, right? So like your family was similar to ours. We were doing all the presents and all the things. And at some point, one of us had to say, this is enough. We're not doing yeah. this anymore. And at first the reaction was like, well, this is our tradition. This is what we do. And it's turned into something so much cooler, right? Because we replaced it with new traditions and we do different things now. And it's right. a lot of fun. And I think for women, it's sometimes hard for us to stand up and say, this isn't working the way yeah. this is, isn't working. How do you, how would you coach a woman? How would, what would you tell the listeners if they feel like, oh, this is me. Like I need to stand up and say something, but how, what do I do? What do I say? I think you just need to make a, um, a suggestion and just come with an open uh, mind to hear the feedback, but mm-hmm. also to come in a way where the the word choices, the things that you say, it's not like you're going to, we're not doing gifts anymore. I mm. mean, you're, you're just the delivery, the mm-hmm. posture and how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can give um, a reason behind it. Not that everybody's going to understand or agree, but, you know, I think about my family and everybody has different, um, you know, salaries and, you know, some people don't make as much. And so, it can be a stress and a struggle. Mm -hmm. And so if we just say, you know what, we're really just going to focus on the kids. Our our kids are really our focus. And if we can put towards all of those resources towards the children, that's really what it's about. When they open up those gifts and they're, you know, they're so excited to receive Mm -hmm. that new toy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, you really have to use your words carefully you know, the heart posture, how are you saying it? How are you delivering it? And um, your intention behind it. Yeah. Yes. No matter what's probably a hard conversation, but we have to have hard conversations as humans. There's no way around it. (laughs) You have to do that. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So, okay. So there's been some like definite themes here, being in a state of gratitude and focusing on what you're grateful for letting go of some of the expectations, not just you of yourself, but other people's expectations of you. Having some hard conversations and changing things that need to be changed that just aren't working anymore. Trying things new. Let's just try it. (laughs) Right. I love that (laughs) saying. I think I'm going to use that a lot. (laughs) What about, I know. So one of the things we talk about here a lot is the emotions, dealing with overwhelming emotions. A lot of the women who probably listen to this podcast are here because we eat the emotions or maybe at the holiday times we drink the emotions. What would you say about just processing some of the tough stuff, not using food or drinks? (laughs) Yeah. So I would say, you know, what's worked for me is getting outdoors. If you are in a place where you can actually get some fresh air, you would be so surprised of what nature can do for you, just Mm -hmm. being outdoors. And so for me personally, I live in South Texas. I live along um, water. And for me, that's so refreshing when I'm able to get outdoors and just smell the air, you Mm -hmm. know, I can see squirrels, you know, in the uh, yards of different people, but just getting outside and, and getting to a place where you can just refresh your soul. You know, what mm-hmm. is it that really refreshes you? And for me, it happens to be nature. I love being outside. I totally agree. You know, 
And so it's so healing out there and it gives you a little bit of space to just work through some stuff in your own brain if you need to. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's something that we don't do enough for ourselves is find space for ourselves. And I don't mean like physical space, although I think with physical space comes mental space. Right. Yeah. A a little space, like even um, in my home office, I have a chair, I have a blanket, I have some books, my devotional, my journal, my Bible. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've kind of cultivated a little space that's just, this is what I do when I sit in that particular Mm -hmm. um, chair, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like decompressed from the day. Really, again, I do a lot of journaling with the gratitude and being thankful for what I do have. Mm -hmm. So Finding a little bit of space just for you, that's really good. It's healthy for you. Yeah. And especially through the holidays, like Mm -hmm. you just really need to. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise you just will get mired down in all of the shoulds and the have tos. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what would be like, if you were going to give just an overarching piece of advice for getting through the holidays successfully, what would it be? I'm going to say that you just need to really just choose joy throughout Mm. everything. Just choose joy. There's going to be things that are not going to go your way. There's going to be maybe family members that say things, um, you know, maybe your kids are not acting right. Um, but find a way just to be joyful. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to the attitude of gratitude and really just being thankful for what you do have. Um, I think that that really could go a long way. Mm-hmm. Choosing, I mean, you have to make the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, choosing yeah. joy. Choose being the operative word. Right. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't just happen. You don't just magically feel joyful, right? Yeah. You can pray and pray and pray, but you have to choose to feel mm-hmm. that way. You have to choose to think that way. You have to choose to believe that way. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Oh, this was so good. Any last yeah. bits? Anything we didn't ask, anything you want to cover? You know, the other thing that I was just going to mention that I think could also help with holiday blues is, you know, be mindful also of the people that you surround yourself with. Mm. Even if it's family members, um, there's some people that really just, as soon as they enter the room, it's like, there's like a negative energy. Mm. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, you know, this person has arrived and they're not very happy or, or, or whatever. Um, just you can limit the time that you spend with someone. So if you were to ask yourself after you spend time with someone, do you feel like totally exhausted after you spending that time with that person, you know, and maybe you you need to, again, it could be a family member that you're not going to be able to avoid, but limit the time that you do spend with them. So you're not exhausted, that you're not overwhelmed, that, Mm -hmm. you know, they've just kind of dumped all their baggage on you. Um, You just have to protect your peace. Yes, you you do. That's great advice. And it's hard sometimes, right? Because it's like, well, I have to see this person or they're my family. But, you know, you don't have to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) You get to choose. I think sometimes we feel like, again, the guilt shows up, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I don't do this and if I don't talk to this person, I don't respond in this way. But we don't have control over other people. We don't have control over how they're going to act or what they're going to say to us. And so if we can let that go, let the expectation of their behavior go, right? Right. And choose how we're going to feel no matter what they do. Man, Absolutely. That's power. Yeah. That is some powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, such good advice. Thank you. Oh, this was so good. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. 
Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So if somebody really wants to hear more from you, you have a podcast. Where is the podcast? All over the place? So yeah. So um, you could go to Anchor. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google, and it's called Believe for Bigger. And okay. Uh, Believe for Bigger. Podcast. And there will be a link to it in the show notes so that you guys can all go and listen to that. And I know as a podcaster, always please rate and review. Yeah. Yeah. If you like Christina, if you like this episode, if you like her podcast, go rate, review, listen, subscribe, share it with your friends. Appreciate that. Yes. And where else you have a website that they could go check you out on. Yes. Yeah, so it's christinajolly.com and you can get on my newsletter and send out uh, a newsletter every single week and oh, just kind of keep you up to date on what, what is going on. Fantastic. Yeah. And on social media, are you on social media? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram and um, it's uh, Christina Jolly. Um, my main name is Hernandez. So um, it's Christina H. Jolly on Instagram and I think it's just Christina Jolly on um, Facebook. But yeah, you can uh, look me up. I know you do some master classes and you do um, some vision board classes. So anything fun that you're planning for December for the new year that we should know about? Yeah, I'm um, probably will end up having another uh, vision board workshop online, either late December, if not um, in sometime in January. And um, I really focus on mindset because we can put, you know, pictures on a board and all of those things. But if we're truly not believing for mm -hmm. the things that we're putting on the board, we're just putting pictures on there. And mm -hmm. so I really address mindset and what holds us back from actually seeing our dreams come to, tr uh, come to pass. I love so it. I have that coming up. That sounds awesome. I love that. And then if you want details about that, get on Christina's newsletter. Absolutely. Thank awesome. You. Uh, thank you so much to everyone out there. I hope you're having some good holidays and I hope this helped. so much for being here. If you found value in today's episode, will you do me a favor and head over to iTunes, find the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast and subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me and it helps other people find the show. And I'd love to connect with you more. So find me on Instagram. I'm at Tara Fallman, T-A-R-A-F-A-U-L-M-A-N-N. -N. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your stories and tag me. I'll see you over there.